Hello, and thank you very much for coming to this Talk Popsy conversation. Um, your name is? Gaston Musella. Wonderful. And you are your job, your profession? Uh, I'm retired now, but I've gone through uh, a different series of backgrounds. Technical writing, computer programmer, part-time artist. Okay. Part-time rock and roller. <laughs> occasional well, videographer. Good. Few, few Sounds exactly right for this conversation. So <laughs> okay. this conversation, our topic that we're doing now is art, right? Art as cognition is the general topic, but really it's just about the broad topic of what you think art accomplishes, what you think it does. So what do you think art does? What do you think the point is? It has different functions at different times. And I think now we're, we're going to be experiencing a very dramatic change, I think, because I think COVID has shaken everything up, including the museum scene and the art scene. And I have the feeling we're going to see some very dramatic changes. And I'm not sure what they're going to be. Uh -huh. um, at first, I was surprised that I took some photos on this wall here of John Lewis and Floyd. And I'm, su I'm surprised we're not seeing more here in the city, but maybe in different neighborhoods there's a lot more art going on. I haven't seen yeah. that much lately. Yeah. Are you talking so. about street art? Street art, yeah. Uh -huh. I have seen what they're doing with the subway ridership. They're using artists and they're putting up signs throughout the subway system. I haven't seen too many. I've only taken it a couple of times. Yeah. But there is, they are tapping into more resources and there is more exposure. Do you think, do you think that COVID is going to change people's view? Like we're just talking about visual art right now, right? Because well, galleries are opening up, right? Galleries right. are opening up a little bit. Museums are opening up. I went to a, a gallery today on the Lower East Side, Candace Mady, and I was talking to her and some of the people that were working there, and we were talking about how different it is now because they can only have a couple people in the gallery at one time. Right. But they were talking about the interesting upside of that is that people are coming in and taking longer to look at the work. Oh, And okay. so we were talking about, I wonder if people are actually cognitively absorbing art in greater amounts basically than what they did before in greater depth because people are not so quick 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 now right what do you think do you think people are like slowing down a little bit and thinking about things more it depends i think there's for people who are on a survival level where they're coping yeah or have enough resources as opposed to people who are living on the edge. The Times had a whole magazine section on hunger in this country, and we forget, you know, how badly that can affect people. Yes. You know, whereas to worry about art is sort of like, okay, it's what are you really worried about? It is a luxury. Yes. It's a luxury. Um, but it's not just the only, that art that's changing, it's how movies are changing, how the delivery system is changing. You know, our local troubadours are now doing shows with Zoom and doing, you know, streaming. So there is a, a change. There's a big change in all the arts, you know. So do you think that all of that streaming activity that exists now will exist after we have a vaccine? I think, I think it will change. I think we'll definitely go back to... In person? 
in person. Yeah, you have I think to. everybody misses it terribly. Everybody misses it, and yeah. given the fact that we have such a handle on so many parts of this problem, and it's only been six months, right, that yeah. we've been studying this medical issue. So my circle are like, oh, in a year, everything will be back to normal. Once the vaccine comes in, mm-hmm. everything's going to go right back to normal. And I'm like, okay, you have faith that that's going to happen, but I'm not sure it's going to happen. So how do you think it's going to be different, just with the arts? I think there'll think be a dramatic be change in the exorbitant prices that have been paid for those seminal super artists like, um, you know, the people like Francis Bacon and yeah. Damien Hirst. But the auctions' houses have not been hurt so far. They haven't been hurt so far. Yeah. But rich people are not spending a lot of money on things. We know that. The, yeah. the dramatic change in the shopping habits in terms of luxury stores have changed. Luxury stores have tanked. No, it's true. You know. Tiffany's just got dumped. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, and a lot of that is because there aren't tourists and there aren't people in those shopping malls and, you know, people aren't going to the, people aren't buying in that way. But also people are re-examining their reasons to buy. You know, we've seen in this neighborhood, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a huge amount of purging going on as to what is, what can take up space in the house and what can't. A lot of books, a lot of kids' books have been purged, a lot of, uh, Books that suddenly, why am I saving that, are going out the door. And a lot of people are just dumping furniture left and right. So you, do you think, right, so you think this is a sort of a, a more systemic issue then, that COVID has made people not just change the way that they consume art, but rethink what it is that they really need and want in their life? Yes, is that what, what they you're really thinking? need and want, yes. I, I believe that's definitely part of it. Huh. And so how do you think art's going to end up at the end with all of that? Do you think people will think... I mean, you were also saying there was a thread of this where you were also saying that for people who are living more on the edge, of course, this has always been true, right? The people who are living more on the edge, the art's just a luxury. Although certain kinds of art has always been in people's lives, even though they were really struggling financially. So I'm thinking of the radio, for example, right? right? So music in that way, dance in that way. You know, it's always been in people's lives, regardless of their economic status, right? True. But look at the dramatic changes in income for musical artists in the changes that have occurred in the CD industry. Now everything's on Spotify. People are making all the artists in making music so much are less making money. so much less money. Yeah. And that's been, that's, that economic fact's been there for a while, way before it has. COVID. It has. That's true. And it's now yeah. expanded. Yeah. You know, you sort of can't get away from, uh, I mean, you have a hard time even finding CDs. The, one of the main outlets for independent artists, CD Baby, went belly up. So you can't yeah. go to CD Baby and buy local artists that I used to get yeah. from my neighborhood. I would have to go to CD Baby. Now I have to go to eBay. Yeah, in the same way that Amazon has driven out small publishers, like poetry publishers, and right? Yes. But I think that they pay 70% of the cost that someone gives to Amazon stays with Amazon and they only give the publisher 30%, I think. I, yeah. I've read that something like that. So they've just driven out a lot of publishers from business, you know, small yes. publishers. So, and Spotify has done the same thing. 
Right, Spotify takes the money and doesn't pass that much on to the artists. They don't, they, the artists get you very know? little. So you've had this kind of centralization of forces, you know, with these big corporations where they pretend to be like great advocates of culture, but in fact, what they're doing is eviscerating the producers of culture all the time. They are, right? and they're making less and less. Yeah. So, so, so that's true. So the economic forces against people actually coming up with creative ideas has been disastrous. You're right. You're right. So, and COVID probably has just sort of sped all that up, right? Because people have gone more online as a result of COVID. Yes. Right? So those economic forces against the publishers, against the writers, against the artists, right? Has Yeah, you're right. That's not a very nice picture, is it? No, it's a very it's a very nail-biting picture for yeah, an artist. Yeah, nail-biting, yeah. Yeah, so do you see any kind of silver lining here? Is there any way that we can come back from this and and kind of give artists more, more independence from these large corporate interests? That's a very interesting question. I'm not sure. I am not sure. Because it's an economic question, ultimately, isn't it? Um, How people survive is, small scale and not get eaten up. Well, a funny thing happened yesterday. They talked about on the radio the fact that the 9-11, the children born on 9-11 are now 19 years old and will be able to vote in this year's election. Yeah. And you you see, okay, for them, they've always, in, in reviewing some of their opinions today, they did it on, or they did it yesterday on PBS's final of the week, their Friday, Friday show. And some of them were like, well, we've always been at war. We've always known nothing but war. We were at war when I was a kid, and that's how they feel about it. Um, and and I don't see it that way because I'm much older. Yeah. Um, but you wonder what their priorities will be when they get older, having gone through all of this up to this point, you know. Um, and they are in that stage where, you know, buying a piece of music is buying one song at a time on whatever platform you're buying from iTunes or Apple Music or I guess Apple is, is Apple Music yeah. still around? I don't even yeah. know. Yeah. Or um, that you just or that you just subscribe to Spotify and do your list. Right. Yeah. So what happens then is because I think what you're saying is because these things are so um, truncated, the consumption of these things are so truncated that the musicians don't get attention for their whole body of work, there's just a tiny little bit that gets snapped up and consumed, and then somebody else is making all the money on that anyway. Right. So the reputation of that particular group responsible for that music doesn't really get benefited. Is that yes. the point? Yeah. Yeah, it's and, true. And also, so. we, we're also reaching that point with individual new artists. Where are they going to go to show their work now? Yeah. You know, how are they going to, how are they going to break in, and what are they going to break in with? You know, what, what, what are our concerns at this point? Yeah, you know, it's, a really we, good, it's a really good question. So, all right, so let me, let me restate what I think you're saying here, and then you tell me if this is right. It seems that what you're saying is that there were these forces, and most of them are economic forces. There were these forces before COVID that were reducing both the profitability for artists and then, therefore, the production of artists. And that COVID, because it's made everyone go online, 
has made those economic forces even more powerful and resulted even more in the diminution of the power and the influence and the existence of individual artists. Is that, that about right? That, yeah, that is actually very close. Um, when I think, when I have to see or hear you put it all together like that, I'm yeah. surprised. So, um, but, but I guess I'm, I'm maybe I'm pushing for something that you don't want to give me, but don't we have a silver lining? Isn't there some way out of this? <laughs> don't you think, I mean... It all depends upon what happens in the next six months. But it's going to depend upon the election. It's going to depend upon the vaccine. It's going to depend upon who gets into the White House and how are we going to behave, right? Yes. We have multiple forces at work, you know, protests... Um, truth, fact-finding, and um, faith in our government, and all of that's been shaken. So it's it, a bad time. It would be nice that you, you. Most people think that there is going to be a change in administration, but we don't know what's going to happen next. We couldn't. Who could have predicted the interviews that just came up with Bob Woodward? Yeah, and the revelations. Correct? I yeah. mean, we're suddenly shaken again to our core, and now it looks like that should be the nail in his coffin, but we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I would think that with a change of administration, we'll have a whole new outlook and a, a much better approach toward handling this crisis that they wrote the book 20 years ago, but Mr. Trump did, decided not to. Yeah. So, so all of it's going to be re reflected in, yeah. in the arts, where we have no theater, we have no opera, we have no live concerts. So that's a big chunk out of... I mean, when I think of how many concerts I've been to in my whole life, yes. without that, my life would be an empty place. Yes. You know, and same we will get that back, right? It would be nice to think so, but, you know, that <clears throat> depends on what function... You want to give that. If you want to give it blind hope, it would be nice to say there's blind hope. But, you know, some of us are at that age where we've been through our Ingmar Bergman period. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we think, oh, it's over. You know, he's, he's gone the wayside. But no, it's, you know, horrors are coming back. Yeah. Horror shows are still here. It is, it is true. It is true. I mean, it is true. We don't so, really know but, what's coming down the pipe. Right. So there's maybe something that gets ushered in. Maybe in, 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 in conjunction with the protest movement or these innumerable numbers of anti-Trump factions there are. Maybe mm -hmm. there'll be a whole new... I'm surprised there isn't a lot more sarcastic um, posters. Yeah. You know, yeah. there seems to be missing out a lot on that. Unless it's happening online. I'm not a big online person. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not doing that much on Instagram. So I'm not that socially entrenched. Well, I guess you're right. I guess we'll see how well it does come back. But thank you, Gaston, very much for coming and talking. You are welcome. It was really appreciated very much. Thank you're you welcome. very much. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>